Welcome back. This is Best of Show, the competition brewing podcast. This show is dedicated to all things in the world of competitive homebrewing. I'm your host, John Black, and I intend to provide you with updates on which beers are taking home medals in the biggest competitions across the country, as well as keeping you up to speed on what competitions are coming up so that you won't miss out on being a part of the next big competition. I want to thank you all for sticking with me after a week hiatus. Believe it or not, this is not my day job. In fact, with the recent promotion, Traveling for Work and the Blue Bonnet Brew Off, and opening of my club's competition, Lunar Rendezvous, I barely have time to breathe these days. But I couldn't go two weeks without a podcast, so here I am. I do think we've hit a point where releasing a podcast every other week will be more beneficial to find the right balance of competition awards and announcements and my own ability to spend time with my family, fulfill my homebrew club duties, and brew more beer. So let's get right to it with some of the best of show awards to announce. We'll start on the East Coast with the Virginia Beer Blitz. This competition had 386 entries judged. The best of show beer went to Mike Rousseau of the Low Country Libations with the Wizenbach named Wise Raccoon 2. Mike also took home the Baron of Blitz Award with two gold and two silver medals. However, it was the Seven Cities Brewers that took home the Blitzkrieg Club Award with nine total medals. Congratulations to them. Next, let's head out west for the America's Finest City Homebrew Competition. The Best of Show beer went to Ralph Carasquillo with his cast of co-brewers of the Brewing Barachos with their American IPA. They did have an East Coast invasion as Bill Boyer of the North Georgia Malt Monkeys took the best of show mead with his Sir Lancelot the Brave version 4 Piment. Bill continues to be the dominant force nationally with meads and ciders, followed closely by Matthew Mead. We'll see if some new challengers start popping up in the second half of the year. Next up, we have the All-American Homebrew Competition hosted by the Cincinnati Malt Infusers. The 247 entries judged led to Tim Lawson's Liquid Gold winning Best of Show as a German Pilsner. Congratulations, Tim. Congratulations to all of these winners. I did want to pass along an update on the Peach State Brew-Off I recently received from Graham Barron. They're hoping to get the Mead and Cider judging completed on April 5th, with winners being announced on April 6th. Score sheets will come a few days after that. Since this podcast will release on Wednesday, it's likely that we'll share the results on the next episode, so stay tuned. Now, if you're wondering what competitions are coming up that you might want to consider entering, I have that information for you as well. If you dare to go up against some of the best mead makers, such as Bill Boyer and Matthew Mead and Tracy Kufus, then submit your entries into the Mead Stampede. This is a mead-only competition accepting entries now through May 31st. There is a four-entry limit, so only submit your best meads into this one. For more information, go to meadstampede.org. Next up is a competition closing soon, so you better enter quickly. The Carbondale Brewfest in Southern Illinois is open now for registration. The entry deadline is April 16th, and judging begins on April 23rd. The award ceremony will take place on May 6th. If you're interested in registering for this competition, visit carbondalebrewfest.com. The Maltose Falcons Mayfair competition is open for registration now. Only roughly 100 entries remain of the 350 entry cap on this California competition, so act now if you want to get in. It looks like all styles are accepted, and there's a 12-entry cap per person. 
please visit competitions.maltosefalcons.com for registration information. As always, best of luck to all the brewers entering these competitions. As a reminder to competition organizers, if you want to see your event more prominently featured on this podcast, please send me an email at competitionbrewpod at gmail.com. I'd be happy to get you on the show to talk about your event. Due to a scheduling conflict, I had to move back my originally planned guest for today. Instead of grabbing a fill-in guest, I thought it might be a good idea to give you my own backstory. If you're interested in the podcast and like the show I've put together, why not learn a little more about who I am and what's happening with the competition that I help run? So let's give this a go and see what y'all think. As you know, my name is John Black, and I live in Pearland, Texas, which is essentially a suburb of Houston. I'm currently serving as mission commander of my local homebrew club, the Bay Area Mastronauts. I'm also serving as the assistant to the head judge for our club's competition, Lunar Rendezvous. I got started in homebrewing in 2018 after my wife bought me a starter homebrew kit. Brewing wasn't even on my radar at the time, but I did like beer and was in need of a hobby and some friends. She had no idea that that $100 starter kit was going to be a gift that would literally change my life. After that first brew was amazingly drinkable, I wanted to brew more. I found the local homebrew shops and the Masternauts and joined right away. I've met so many great people through brewing, many of which I consider close friends. It's also been a great bonding experience brewing with an awesome assistant brewer and my best friend, David. Brewing has become such a passion for me, but in addition to just brewing, it's been a great outlet for my competitive drive. I started entering competitions right away for feedback as recommended by some of my fellow Masternauts. And I found that the feedback I received was usually pretty good and provided me with the tools necessary to continue to refine my brewing process. It took a couple of years to break through on actually winning anything. And just when I started to feel that I had beers with a chance, COVID hit and competitions, including Lunar Rendezvous, were forced to start shutting down. As competitions started to navigate the ways beer judging could be done during the pandemic, I was anxious to start entering competitions again since I felt I had a really good batch of solid beers. My first medals came at the Central Arkansas Fermenters Competition in 2020. I took gold and silver and Irish beers with an Irish red and a stout. The red scored a 47, and I believe the Irish stout was a 45. How the hell was I supposed to top that? It set the bar pretty high for me, but that competitive fire in me wanted more. Thankfully, the wins kept coming throughout 2021, and I finished in the top 10 on the Lone Star Circuit. It was truly an amazing run for me, and I honestly don't know if I can ever duplicate that feat. My start to 2022 has been mixed at best. I'm fairly disappointed in my beers, so I've had some bottle issues and even a keg turn on me, so I'm working out a few of those kinks. But I started making meads as well to supplement the beer entries. That has been a great start with two medals already for meads this year. The real test is going to come at Lunar Rendezvous, though. I have a few new beers that I have high hopes for. While I do have my favorite styles to brew that are more in my wheelhouse, I've tried to branch out more thanks to the Master Homebrewer program. In order to rank up, I need to get some high scores in a more diverse list of categories. So that's where my focus has been lately. But I'm going back to Old Reliable for NHC. The Irish Stout that earned my first medal, I'm brewing Sunday. And I'll share that recipe on Facebook and Instagram for you. So make sure to follow the show there. Now that you know the story of my competitive brewing journey, let me tell you a little more about Lunar Rendezvous. This is the 28th year of Rendezvous, and it's a competition and homebrew festival. 
As we continue to grow the event, we're reaching new heights. With 644 paid entries this year, Lunar Rendezvous is trending to be the third largest homebrew competition in the country this year. I've been looking ahead at planned competitions, and I don't see any over 600 on the horizon. This was a bold undertaking by the Masternauts, but we had a strong faith that we could pull it off. So far, it's all systems go. We did some modifications to our bottle sort process in an effort to better handle a larger quantity of beers. Using the BCOEM software with the QR scanner and pre-printed labels of judging numbers to assign while we did the scanning, it made the process a whole lot smoother. We had three tables going with scanning, and we had 617 received entries in the system and accounted for in just 90 minutes. We did have to go back and audit the boxes and put them in order, but the hard part was done. We did have a bit of a slowdown in the audit process as the head judge and I went through with me reading off judging numbers to him to confirm the entries in the system. Next year, we'll take a few minutes to sort things out in the system and print out audit sheets so that we can have more than just one pair going through doing the audit. Then came the task of how we want to tackle the judging. Virtual judging caused a need for too many bottles to be submitted. And we looked at doing a hybrid, but ultimately decided to go back to the old tried and true in-person judging method. So far, so good as we've already judged 25% of the entries after the first week. To us, the benefit of this method of judging is to run the category flight simultaneously, then immediately pull a judge from each of the table and possibly an additional judge to run the mini best of show for that category right there with fresh bottles. While you do run the risk of table bias where a judge wants to lean more towards the beer from their own flight, you do also have an advocate for the beer. If you do a system where you run the mini BOS later on with a completely different set of judges, you lose the ability to have an advocate for those great beers in that first flight. And what I mean by that is that you can have a beer that dominated in the scoring in the first round and then doesn't meddle at all. And that can be super frustrating because homebrewers share their scores. They talk about them. And if you know that you scored a super high score, but you lose to a much lower scored beer, that can be real frustrating. And so I think this method helps to eliminate that from happening so to me, the big takeaway is that any method will have its pros and cons, but this is what works best for us and helps us to knock out the categories without having to come back and do a full mini best of show later on. There have been some really fantastic beers so far. While Rendezvous may not be on the level of Blue Bonnet just yet, there is some tremendous competition for medals out there. I judged a category tonight where I wish we could just give two gold medals. It's a shame somebody has to go home with the silver for that beer. The last part of Lunar Rendezvous that we're still organizing is the Awards Festival. Last year we did an epic YouTube awards show utilizing a lot of beer pop culture to make it a fun show. Now that we're back in person for the first time since 2019, we're under a lot of pressure to put on one hell of a good time for everyone, and that's what we fully intend to do. There will be a People's Choice Trophy for the best homebrew beer at the event, and any brewers are welcome to submit an entry by bringing a keg of beer to serve. There will be a little bit of club pride on the line as well with that. I know all the local homebrew clubs have fantastic brewers and they all want their club to bring home that trophy. We try to be kid friendly as well. We'll have a coloring station. We'll have a giant paper airplane competition. But for the adults, we also have the Bubba Beer Contest to correctly identify the six cheap light loggers we provide. Food, beer, raffles, silent auction, it's all going to be a part of it. 
but of course the brewers want to be there to hear their name called and be awarded that medal. The event's going to take place June 4th at the Bay Area Community Center if anybody wants to attend. We'll be publishing the temporary membership sales soon. To stay legal, this has to be a private club event only, so you'll have to officially become a member of the Masternauts to attend. But we know that not everyone can make it, so we fully plan to live stream the awards show on our YouTube channel. But it just won't be the same without being there in person, so come on out if you have the opportunity. You can find more information about the competition and the event at our website at masternauts.com. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the show. We'll continue to work on new elements to add to the show to not only keep you up to date on the competitions, but to help you on your path to winning gold. And there are some awesome guests in the pipeline, so you won't want to miss out on an episode. Please make sure that you click that subscribe button to support the show and be informed when new episodes are released. If you enjoyed the show and you want to show your support, please leave us a five-star review on any and all podcast platforms that you use. That will help others find the show and continue to lead us to exciting new guests. Until next time, cheers, y'all. Is this one last night?